Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. You see it? Uh. Aloha Fridays, man. You gotta love it. Congratulations, everyone. You made it through another week. Hope you guys are getting ready for this unbelievable weekend. Big time fights happening tomorrow. Hope you guys are checking that out. McGregor Poirier 3, we're going to talk about that here in a second. So, like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, he's on fire. And I'm not talking about Devin Booker and CP3 of the Phoenix Suns. I'm talking about our very own Dave Reardon. Today, he's got multiple articles in the Honolulu Star Advertiser. And I'm going to start off with this one. He has his top 10 Hawaii male Olympians of all time. All right. So you guys got to go check that one out. I'm not going to give you the list. It is worth going and taking a look through that and seeing some of these um, just amazing uh, male athletes to come out of the state of Hawaii. Another article. Hemana. Reynolds, Hawaii's own mid-pack graduate. He's going to be in the Tokyo Olympics as a skateboarder. But here's what's interesting about him. He's a puzzle solver. And a very specific puzzle is what he likes to do. The Rubik's Cube. Something that I have never, obviously I've seen it and, you know, twisted a couple blocks here and there, but never could figure it out. Uh, maybe one day I'll sit down and figure it out, but Hemana can complete a Rubik's Cube in 45 seconds, approximately. What's ironic about this is that in the men's park competition, right, skateboarding, they call it that park comp where they've got all sorts of rails and stairs, and they've got 45 seconds to complete their run. Dave Rudin's talking about, hmm, wouldn't it be cool if Hemana's completing his Rubik's Cube as he's doing his run? <laughs> Look, if that's not something different, if that's not something worthy of a highest score, I don't know what else is. That's multitasking at its finest. And the final story, and this one, is, it's still talking about the Olympics, but... The Olympics uh, swim team finished their training here in Hawaii. And it's sad because this year's Olympics, there's going to be no fans, no spectators. Right? Tokyo called a state of emergency because of their sudden spike in cases. So, no spectators. And you know, I, I've talked about this before. As athletes, as competitors, we feed off of that energy. We perform for you guys. We perform for the fans the spectators. And so, you know, it's that extra energy. It, it, it helps us finish. It helps us dig a little deeper. And that's what happened uh, in the swimming pools here in the state of Hawaii when, when they've uh, gone and practiced at various locations. But one particular day, uh, there was about 300 kids, uh, you know, aspiring swimmers and people in attendance to watch their practice. And they got the crowd rallied up. They got them to make noise and to cheer as loud as they possibly can. And that experience, that right there to me is, is what it's all about. 
Um, yeah, so, so, so very special moment for those competitors and a very special moment for some of these aspiring swimmers to see these guys, right, firsthand, in person, to see how big they are, to see how fast they are in the water. And, uh, you know, one commented, one of the competitors commented, yeah, my, my shoulders and my lats felt as if they were about to fall off. But it was because of the, the, the cheering, the energy that allowed me to finish. That, that, they, that gave me what I needed to dig deeper and to complete my race. Although it was a practice race, the energy, you can't, you can't beat it. So I'm glad that they were able to experience that, especially here in Hawaii. So Dave Reardon, shout out to you, man. You're the all-star on today's show. All right, man, this dude normally comes in first, but Dave Reardon got that today. My guy, Steven Sai has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser talking about three former University of Hawaii baseball players who entered the transfer porter. They will be playing elsewhere this year. Shortstop Cole Kaler signed with Texas A&M. First baseman Alex Beza signed with Utah. And third baseman Dustin Demeter signed with Oral Roberts. You know, I, I can't help but think about, you know, the reasoning for this. Um, you know, every athlete has their personal goals that they're trying to achieve. Um, not sure if the experience last year with the, you know, the pandemic, no fans, just that whole, you know, I'd like to think that that played a factor in this. And the last thing that just sort of might have put things on the edge was, you know, new coaching staff. It's always hard, you know, when you come in as an athlete, you get recruited by a certain coach and that regime, and then that changes. It's hard not to think that the new regime coming in is going to have their eyes set on, you know, making a change, bringing in a new crop. I mean, that's the case in pro sports. There's always new guys and girls on the, on the come up. But, you know, I can only imagine that those are some of the factors that played into these uh, three players' decisions. But regardless, I know Hawaii has made an impact on them. They've made an impact on Hawaii. We want to wish you well, guys. Good luck. And um, hope to see you one day in the majors representing. All right, in the NBA Finals, yeah, I talked about it. These guys are on fire. They're not called the Phoenix Suns for no reason. They are hot. They take a 2-0 lead over the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals, and it just does not look good for the Bucks. Giannis came back. He looked good, but it just wasn't enough. CP3, Devin Booker, these guys are on fire. I see a sweep coming. Yep, it's going to be a 4-0 Finals. Phoenix Suns just dominated the entire playoffs. And shout-out to CP3, man. He's been grinding his entire career. And this is his moment. Let's go. Come on. What? I mean, can I say this? Like, what an idiot of a fan, of a decision to walk up to Rory McIlroy's bag during the Scottish Open and wants to pull out a club. And it was caught on TV. I, you know, it's like the social media 
going viral. It's causing people to do some wild stuff, man. And that's not cool. You know, I talked about golf before and how it's sort of a different sport, right? In that there's no, you know, get the crowd going before I swing. It's, it's a different level. It's, a, it's, a, it's that respect. It's that, you know, it's a different game. And it's all here. Every sport's here. But for golfers, more than any sport, it's right here. And if something gets in there that's affecting them, it's going to show. And that affected Rory. But, I mean, come on. That's, un- that, that's just, can't do that. Cannot do that. You know, I talked about fans um, throwing things at NBA players. Like, it's just, it's crazy, okay? We, we need to just respect the athletes a little bit more, respect that space. And, man, to be honest, I don't know how Buddy even got that close without, you know, a security or someone stopping him. Well, like anything in life, you know, things happen, we learn from it, we get better, and that's going to be the result. Security will be on a high alert uh, at the, every other golf event from here on out. So, uh, and don't spoil it for the rest of the fans that, 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 that are doing the right things. You know, a few weeks ago, cell phones, cell phones going off, right? When Phil's up, like, it can't happen. All right, respect the athletes, respect the game. And respect the other fans that are doing the right thing. Let's move on. Oh, look. Mm, I love this. You guys know I love this. UFC 264, McGregor, Poirier 3. This is the trilogy, right? Scores even up 1-1. This is going to be a massive fight. I see McGregor. He's got his swag back, right? He's out here, you know, talking that smack. Yeah, got to sell the fight. But I feel like that old Connor's back. That hungry Connor is back. And that's what led him to, to winning and dominating and his rise to the top. So I got McGregor knocking Poirier out in the second round. That's my prediction. Um, maybe even the first, but I, I think it's going to be the second round. It could be a first round finish. McGregor's known to, to, to finish guys pretty early. So he's got his swag back. And I'm excited. I can't wait for this. Hope you guys are going to be tuning in. But not just because of that. That's the main card. That's the main fight. That's the headline. But another headline, but as an undercard, is Hawaii's very own Brad Tavares, man. Shout out to you, bro. Brad's becoming one of only three Hawaii-born fighters to have 20 fights in the UFC. The two others, Hall of Famer BJ Penn. And a future Hall of Famer, Max Blessed Holloway. So Brad Tavares is in, is in unbelievable company and will be represented and always represents. There's a reason why he's fought this many times. Because he's a scrapper, right? He brings it. He's tough. He's humble. And he's about that action. So congrats, brother. Let's go out there and get this thing done. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Really, man, so much, so much gratitude for you guys. Each and every day we do this. Um, Go enjoy this weekend. It's beautiful outside. I hope we're going to catch some sun. And like I said, I hope you guys tune in to the fight tomorrow night. Make sure you guys uh, catch Brad's fight. That's historic. Right, Hawaii, we need to stand up and celebrate that. So... 
Uh, and if there is anything that you guys are celebrating uh, this weekend, hey, congratulations. And uh, I'll see you all come Monday.